Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I hate to hear it once you really. But we smoking. And then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Young Dolomite. Got a Too Much Game podcast, live from the Boom Boom Room, once again. Nigga was a little caught off guard, that's why I hit the fucking air horn early and shit. I was expecting to do the show a little earlier, you know. As probably some of y'all know, I'm doing the show a whole day early. Usually record on Sundays, today I'm recording on Saturday, because I got some shit going on tomorrow, so. You know, the listeners... Of you know all the streaming platforms They gonna get it early YouTube probably be ready Sunday Cause you know I do all my chopping Screwing cutting and all of that You know early so They can get it when they get it But um Today's episode It's gonna be entitled Mama's Cooking Cause you know if you watching YouTube In the background you probably can't see it Cause of the angle but this nigga Kwame Brown been on a fucking tear as of recent. This motherfucker been, that nigga been passing out smoke to every motherfucker that mentioned his name. Kwame Brown has become like the candy man of NBA content. Like he's like, uh, like Beetlejuice or some shit. Like you say that nigga name and he popping the fuck up and he's smoking everything like. Nigga, I'm, I'm for sure finna be looking for a fucking Kwame Brown jersey. Nigga, this motherfucker done, uh... Man, it's like this nigga done hit everybody who done mentioned his name, but... Hold on, let me take a break real quick. What's going on? Just read from the Cold Red Podcast. Fucking Black Podcast conglomerate and shit. Air horns and all that good shit. But, uh, yeah, nigga, I, I, I was... You know, just tripping off what the fuck this nigga Kwame been on, but... Like I said, let me take a break. We got to give a a moment of silence to the legendary Paul Mooney. You know, comic Paul Mooney passed away. I think they said he was like 79, which, you know, like I say all the time, dog, that's a good ass run. You know, anything over 75 years old is tragic that you pass. But at the same time, the fact that we all know this motherfucker's name. Shows how great he was. You know, he wrote for Richard Pryor and, you know, other comics. He wrote on a bunch of TV shows. Uh, You know, my favorite that I could think of is Sanford and Son. You know, and Paul Mooney was one of the motherfuckers that, like, didn't give a fuck about shit. You know, Paul Mooney was one of the motherfuckers that literally, you know, and it's cliche to say it. You hear it a lot in the podcast world and in the comedy world. Motherfuckers say shit like, um... You know, I'm the person that says what other people are afraid to say. That nigga, he literally said shit that a lot of motherfuckers were scared to say. 
he was the nigga that'll clear a fucking room out after he got done talking this shit. So, you know, rest in peace to the legendary Paul Mooney. He's a legend in every sense of the word. Um, you know, but to the the content of this motherfucker, this boy Kwame Brown, like literally as we speak, my nigga on the TV screen behind me, I think he talking about uh fucking damn i can't even think of this shit right now nigga i would literally have to hit the button on my motherfucking thing to see who this nigga talking about but this motherfucker is he he going off on everybody my nigga hide your kids hide your wife kwame brown is smoking every motherfucking body like that shit funny as fuck to me like nigga i'm i'm enjoying it you know like um i just heard you know how they usually memes are a visual thing but I saw some shit on YouTube. I had to rip that shit off YouTube, nigga. Let me see if I could play the fucking audio. If y'all could hear that shit. Let me see. Motherfucker starting off silent. I'ma stop when this motherfucker start. We gonna do it like that. Bitch ass nigga, you talking about my life done. My life over. Bitch, if you late to work, they'll find your ass nigga. You bitch ass nigga. If you get some girls to go strip... You'll get fired. You get on Facebook Live with some girls, ho. You'll get fired, nigga. I can have 19 bitches in the background and a midget, nigga. Ain't nobody gonna fire me. A midget. Fuck ass motherfucker. Who you think you talking to, boy? This nigga Kwame is going the fuck off, dog. You just ain't know you were talking to my mama's son, you bitch ass nigga. So now you're gonna get my mama seasoning, bitch. Fuck you talking about Chris Broussard What's that uh, Jamel Hill uh, The sports media What is it TMZ Sports uh, Bitch ass Charlemagne The hoe on the breakfast club What's the first thing Y'all started doing You punk motherfucker Is saying somebody was crazy God damn <laughs> But you ain't talking about Black men though You ain't doing exactly What I said you was doing Huh But you motherfuckers Done fucked up You talking about Mama's only son Not only son But my brother right there but you talking about my mama's son, motherfucker. And you got me fucked up. Got all these ugly-ass niggas taking my videos and then chopping them up when I'm trying to give the comic relief and saying shit like, nigga, don't play with me, bitch-ass nigga. And then I laugh after that. You niggas cut it off at the don't play with me part so you keep up the villain. You keep up the villain image that you want to give. Wow, got a bitch-ass, light-skinned mulatto punk that look like goddamn he should have been acting like Drake. But nigga, Damn. your Bruno Mars haircut don't scare nobody finger waves. You got this bitch ass nigga inviting me to his penis and then talking about uh, he gonna pull up in Atlanta. But that ain't aggressive. That ain't violent. You wanna talk about something for that? You say my daddy did, bitch ass nigga. Let's talk about something you did, rapist ass motherfucker. Damn. The hell you talking about, nigga? You fuck with my mama's son, nigga. I told you, nigga. That shit over with. And you been fucking with a lot of mama's sons, nigga. They say that I'm crazy. Sometimes. Yeah, that I'm crazy. <laughs> Bitch, you a driver, motherfucker, crazy. Talking about my mama's son like that, motherfucker. That's all you do. You're proving my point. You're talking about people, mama's son, motherfucker. Now, so y'all wanna, y'all want to, oh, let me roll this up. So y'all want to say that my language and the way that I'm talking is bad, right? So that's what the now the media care about the way I talk. I, feel I shouldn't you, use the N word. I shouldn't use this. But my daughter can hum a song on the goddamn radio 
Sexy little B, sexy little H. Let a nigga play in your throat. Throw baby. I'm trying to bust all on you. Throw baby. So you really care about the way I'm talking, you motherfucker? You really do, huh? Shut your goddamn mouth. You won't run that game on me, bitch. I'ma tell you, and, and my fans like when I tell you shut your goddamn mouth. So I'ma keep the comic relief in there, but it's jewels I'm dropping on your bitch ass. And Charlemagne the Hope, you gonna get your bitch ass out that office, boy. Fucking ass. And DJ Envy, we gonna get a lease for your bitch ass that say I'm my wife's bitch. God you ever done damn. anything for real, you bitch ass nigga? Besides play in the dictionary, you dumb motherfucker. You better watch your goddamn mouth too, you weasel. You talked about an 18-year-old kid for 20 motherfucking years, and when that boy turned into a man and run up on your bitch ass, you was just the bitch I thought you was, ho. I could have fucked you up at 18, but I was too smart, nigga. My mama's cooking was going on at a golf course, you bitch ass nigga. God damn, this nigga fucking Kwame Brown is knocking heads off left and right. What's the deal, Mr. Headquarters? This shit is fucking crazy, my nigga. It's like this nigga been on a spree for a hot week. Like, and literally throughout the week, I've been watching this motherfucker going off. Like, nigga, I think I must have wrote most of the content of this motherfucking episode after the first video I seen. He started out talking about um, it was Matt Barnes, Steven Jackson, and Gilbert Arenas. Even though when you watch... What Gilbert Arenas said, Gilbert Arenas wasn't really going hard on him. But Kwame Brown, he's like, he's in nigga say my name mode. Like that nigga, he on his Beyonce shit, say my name. Nigga, once you say Kwame Brown name, I'm telling you, the nigga popping up like Candyman, my nigga, with that goddamn hook, nigga swinging. That nigga got smoke for literally everybody. Like that nigga, you know, the, the, the show, all the smoke. Them niggas obviously don't want none of the smoke. Like, I see them niggas, you know, they replying to them and shit, but it's like, dog, that nigga, he, he all gas, no brakes on these motherfuckers. Like, literally everybody that say this nigga name, like, nigga, I can't even think of how many motherfuckers' names. If y'all look at the episode artwork for this episode, like, I, you know, I did my little shit in Photoshop, you know, I'm, I'm rusty in my graphic design, but you gonna see it. But he was on Steven Jackson for show, Matt Barnes for show, Stephen A. Smith for show, Jamel Hill for show. Um, who else? Rachel Nichols, um, Chris Broussard. You know, and the thing is, like, you know, y'all niggas know how I do with this shit. You know, I, I, I give y'all niggas the lesson in everything. Every situation, there's a it's a it's a learning experience. It's a teachable moment. Every moment is a teachable moment. You could learn something from anything, even the beef, even something that's memeable, even something that we all consider to be some funny shit. Because, you know, everybody who's aware of the situation is watching and laughing and shit, you know. So my thing is, you know, we 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 going we gonna to get the, the lesson out of this shit, you know, for all y'all who who not aware of what the fuck is going on. Y'all go follow uh, Kwame Brown's page. It's Quan Low. K-W-A-N underscore L-O-W. You know, Kwame Brown, I think when I first, after the first rant, I think I went to his page. I think the nigga only had maybe 5,000 followers. 
on Instagram, he's up to 122,000 followers. You know, that nigga cracking right now. Like, that nigga's all over everything going viral and shit. And shout out to him for that. You know, but the thing is, as far as like the teachable, my nigga, you, you can't play with everybody name. Like the thing about Kwame Brown, Kwame Brown was the first overall pick in the 2001 NBA draft. You know, he got drafted by the Washington Wizards when Michael Jordan was still like the president of basketball operations over there. You know, so Michael Jordan chose him first, you know, and ever since this motherfucker being in the league, you know, he he didn't have what you would consider to be the greatest career for a first overall pick. You know, a lot of people call him a bust. A lot of people been talking shit about Kwame Brown and his fucking career. But the thing about Kwame Brown, you know, like something that he's been saying overall, because if you've been listening to these rants this nigga been on, Kwame been on real nigga time. The whole shit he been going through, everything this nigga been saying, he been on real nigga time. A lot of what he been saying while a lot of people might say he's been going a little too hard, he ain't wrong. You know, he he calling uh, my nigga Matt Barnes, and I'm a fan of Matt Barnes. I'm a fan of Steven Jackson. I like the All The Smoke podcast. I fuck with their platform. You know, I like the way they carry themselves. He calling them niggas all types of bitches and bitch-ass niggas and all that shit. But, you know, it is what it is, my nigga. You play with a motherfucker's name. You know, something that I always say, my nigga, you can always choose what you do and say, but you can never choose how a motherfucker react. This wine dark as a motherfucker, dog. Lambrusco. But yeah, like, you know, them niggas, I think, really felt like they didn't really say nothing too big to get him to react in this way. But at the same time, it's like, dog, you know, we've all heard the term, the straw that broke the camel's back, you know. So with them, I think they feel like their words were a straw, like they don't feel like they said much. They don't feel like they went too hard because the joke was, um, you know, they was just talking about Kwame Brown and his career and the episode that Gilbert Arenas was on. They like brought him up like, oh, yeah, you know, we was just talking about how uh, Kwame Brown had a great career, you know, and they kind of was laughing like on some um, some sarcastic shit. But, you know, like I said, Gilbert Arenas was a he was I'm not going to say forgiving, but he kind of was like on some like y'all niggas need to lighten up type shit, you know, because he was saying like, yeah, he didn't have the best career, but. You know, he did the best of what he had. He had hella pressure on him. Nigga, he came in under Michael Jordan in a cold draft class in a hard, you know, NBA area to play in. So, you know, he 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 did his thing for what, you know, he he had to offer, you know, for what he had in front of him. He tried his hardest. So, you know, Gilbert Arenas chose not to shit on him. But I think maybe the episode after What's going on, Ashley? Thank you for the glass. I'm using it right now. But um, I think the episode after they had Jeannie Buss and they was talking about the trade from um the Lakers to get Powell Gasol, which it was like Kwame Brown, Mark Gasol, I think some picks. But when they mentioned Kwame Brown's name, 
Matt Barnes, I think, like nudged Steven Jackson on some like, <laughs> nigga, that was that was a, a, a one man trade. Basically, like saying Kwame Brown didn't even fucking count. You know, and that's the thing. Like, nigga, niggas been talking shit about Kwame Brown literally since 2001. This nigga got drafted 20 motherfucking years ago. And motherfuckers been shitting on him his whole career. And the thing about Kwame Brown is I've never heard this nigga voice up until this motherfucking smoke session this motherfucker been having. Like Kwame Brown has always been a quiet dude. Like he's always just, you know, kept his head down and kept fucking firing. You know, Kwame was never one of them niggas who would, you know, get in the media and try to defend himself, get in the media and try to, oh, I'm not a buster, none of that shit. Like Kwame Brown just did his thing and kept it the fuck pushing, my nigga. You know, and now all of a sudden, just out the blue, this nigga's on real nigga time. He's on nigga. Y'all got me fucked up Boulevard right now, my nigga. Like he, you know, he's sitting in the, the the driver's seat of his truck, chilling, talking shit. And that's like one of the things like these niggas is, you know, accusing him of being mad, you know, being bitter. And his whole point is, my nigga, I'm not mad. I'm just not finna let you niggas play with my motherfucking name no more. Nigga, he laughing and joking, my nigga. If you could see behind me the screen, you know, like I said, follow him. Follow uh his YouTube page. You know, it's um Kwame Brown Bus Life. You know, B-U-S-T. Like, nigga, he, he don't seem mad at all. He don't seem crazy. He don't seem like he on no motherfucking hard drugs. You know, and his whole thing is once a nigga starts saying some real shit, you start trying to tear him down. You know, because he's saying, nigga, I ain't never bothered nobody. You know, I played my game. What happened, happened. I got injured. You know, I never try to discuss my status as a basketball player, you know, because a lot of what's what he's been saying, um, you know, Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson are clowning him for basketball reasons. And he like, nigga, y'all niggas could talk about basketball the fuck you want to. I retired years ago. Nigga, I'm going to talk about you niggas real life. You know, so they think it's like, nigga, we was talking basketball. Nigga, you want to take it to some personal shit. And he like, motherfucker, at the end of the day, my nigga, y'all niggas bringing up my name made it personal. And that's the fucking thing. Like I said, you could choose your sin, but you can't choose the consequence. You could choose your action, but you can't choose the reaction. You could choose what you say to a person, but you can't choose what they say back. You know, and this is just my thing as far as like one of the reasons I don't like talking about niggas that ain't around is because of shit like this. Nigga, you you laughing and joking, and there might be some shit that in your head you might think you talking lighthearted. You might think you just joking and you just being funny. Nigga, everybody ain't no motherfucking good sport, my nigga. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if everything you got came with a little bit of money? Spicy chicken ramen with a side of quarters, a full tank of gas, and a $5 bill, an entire pantry's worth of groceries, and a pocket full of cash. 
Well, then you'd be living life on the upside. The first platform that gives you real cash back in real life wherever you roll. Restaurants, grocery stores, gas stations, all cash back opportunities. So order the expensive appetizer, buy a little extra at the store, fill your gas tank till the pump stops. Because with Upside, you can. Start earning cash back just for doing you. Download the free Upside app and use promo code SPICY for an extra $10 cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code SPICY, promo code SPICY, SPICY for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Start living life on the Upside with the free Upside app. Everybody don't play that shit. You know, and that's something like my mom taught me when I was little. My nigga, like, everybody ain't motherfucking playing. You could run around this motherfucker playing all day, nigga. You might think that what you saying is funny and, you know, you want some lighthearted shit and you just joking. Everybody ain't joking with your motherfucking ass. So you got to watch how you play with certain motherfuckers' names, especially a nigga like Kwame Brown. You know, because I'm not saying, like, everybody assumed this nigga was just going to get on real nigga time like this. But my nigga, like, it's only so long you could punch on a motherfucker before they punch back. You know, it's only so long you can kick a motherfucker while they down for they get up. You know, it's just like anything, nigga. Once you back a motherfucker into a corner, nigga, that's a dangerous place for a motherfucker to be. Nigga, they talk about that shit in, in the art of war. Nigga, you always want to leave a motherfucker out because once they get their back to the wall, they become a, a, a desperate entity and them motherfuckers is going to fight to the death at that point. Nigga, it's like Kwame Brown was letting niggas talk shit. Letting niggas talk shit, being cool. Letting niggas talk shit, just doing his thing. Letting niggas talk shit, just staying out the way, staying quiet. Nigga, now that nigga didn't had enough, my nigga. You know, that nigga was like that little white boy in that meme, my nigga. Now I got time, cuz. And nigga, like I said, he's literally behind me. He live like I'm live, my nigga. Going the fuck in on, um, I think it's Roy Hibbert. If I'm not mistaken, I think he talking about Roy Hibbert right now. It was some athlete who was talking shit uh, with Charlemagne about this nigga. Hold on. Let me turn around and look. Yep. Roy Hibbert, my nigga. You know, I guess Roy Hibbert must have made some joke with this nigga about uh, Kwame's past. And nigga, now he tearing him a new asshole. You know, because like I said, with fucking um, Steven Jackson. Um, damn, this nigga, I, Matt Barnes, Stephen A. Smith, you know, he going off on these niggas, especially Stephen A. Smith. Like, I don't even think I mentioned Stephen A. But the reason he going off on Stephen A. is because he like, my nigga, you been running around talking shit about me since I was literally a fucking kid. You know, he like, nigga, I got drafted at 18 motherfucking years old and you been running around calling me a bust the whole motherfucking time, even when I wasn't even playing basketball no more. You were still running around calling me a bus. Nigga, at the end of the day, like, you playing with a grown-ass man, my nigga. You know, even when he said, like, nigga, even when I was a kid, it's like, dog, nigga, I'm, this is what I do to feed my motherfucking family, and you making a living off shitting on a motherfucker who's feeding his fucking family. You know, and he been giving Jalen Rose props. Jalen Rose, a motherfucker whose podcast I listen to, you know, shout out to Jalen and Jacoby and shit. But, you know, like something Jalen Rose said, my nigga, like, uh, you know, there's two scores, the score of the game and the score of the game of life. 
you know, and what I'm I'm hearing a lot of and what Kwame Brown has been talking about recently. Nigga, Kwame Brown is worried about the score in the game of life. Like you niggas keep talking all this basketball shit like that's what you are relegating this nigga to. Like y'all niggas are minimizing the man that is Kwame Brown. Y'all niggas looking at Kwame Brown, the athlete. Nigga, I ain't played basketball in years, my nigga. Look at the nigga who bought his mama a house. Look at the nigga who came from being dirt poor in Munts Corner, South Carolina, and now being a motherfucking millionaire. Like, look at that. Fuck the game. Fuck basketball. I ain't played that shit in fucking years, my nigga. Don't talk about my motherfucking career. Let's talk about what motherfucking men is doing. And that's why he going off on fucking, um, what's the name? On Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes. Cause he like, y'all niggas talk about my motherfucking basketball career. Like I still fucking play. I don't even play no more. Why is you niggas still bringing me up unnecessarily? Why do I keep having to hear my motherfucking name on y'all platform? And I'm not no motherfucking basketball player. Nigga, I'm out here, you know, doing my, my shit with my land, feeding these kids, starting programs, doing shit to save my city. And you motherfuckers want to be on your goddamn show talking basketball about some shit I ain't did and God knows how long. What the fuck is y'all niggas talking about? Quit playing with my motherfucking name. You know, and that's what he keep on saying. My nigga, he pulling up on niggas like Birdman, my nigga. Put some fucking respect on my goddamn name. And I feel him, dog. You know, because that's the thing, my nigga. You know, when, when it's all said and done, dog. No matter what the fuck your career was on that goddamn court. You are a millionaire now. Nigga, you are an entity. You are a brand. He don't want niggas playing with his motherfucking brand. He don't want niggas playing with his motherfucking name. He don't want motherfuckers playing with his mama's son. And I feel it, dog. You know, motherfucker work way too hard to build your name up, build your motherfucking brand up. To have motherfuckers shitting on you unnecessarily, dog. And that's the thing, my nigga. Like, everybody want to treat Kwame Brown like this motherfucking punchline. And everybody ain't goddamn laughing. That's the thing, my nigga. You know, like, shit like that. Like, that shit really put life into perspective. That shit really put bully culture into perspective. You know, and shout out to the We Need to Talk podcast, too. You know, we talked about bully culture on the We Need to Talk podcast. You know, and the thing was, like, you know, motherfuckers just talking about how people bully other motherfuckers. Like, Kwame Brown has been the butt of millions of NBA jokes. If you follow any NBA meme pages, there's probably 20 memes about this nigga. You know, a lot of meme pages been talking shit about him being the first pick and him being a bust and him being whack and all that. And his whole thing is like, nigga, I don't give a fuck what you niggas said about me. Because me personally, I don't feel like he was a bust. He may not have reached the expectations that we would think when a motherfucker get picked first in the NBA draft. Because, you know, you look at the first pick in the NBA draft, you think LeBron James, Allen Iverson, um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You know, like you thinking, okay, nigga, you get picked first, you're going to be Anthony Davis. You know, like a great legendary Hall of Fame player. But every first pick don't fucking blow up. Like I seen somebody say like Kwame Brown was like the worst 
first overall pick. I'm like, nigga, I'm a Clipper fan, dog. Nigga, Ola with Candy was way worse than Kwame Brown, my nigga. Um, the Celtics, I think they took Purvis Ellison first in a draft. W- fucking horrible fucking first pick. Um, Anthony Bennett from the Cavaliers. Like, nigga, there's been some way worse fucking first overall picks. I think Kwame Brown's career was like eight or nine years, my nigga. The average NBA career, I think, is like three years, if I'm not mistaken. So while he may not have reached the expectations that you would think of a first pick, nigga, for you to have an eight-year basketball career, nigga, that's saying something. That ain't nothing to fucking laugh at. That ain't nothing to joke about. You know, especially because, again, my nigga, you can say what you want to about an NBA player compared to other NBA players. Like, okay, you know, you're not as good as all these other centers. Or you're not as good as other motherfuckers who got picked as high as you got picked. And that's cool, my nigga. Keep that shit basketball. But, nigga, when you talking about a motherfucking grown-ass man outside of what he do for a living, because at the end of the day, my nigga, like, that's his job. That's work. Nigga, okay, you, you want to talk about what the fuck I did at work, but goddamn, my nigga, could y'all give it a rest after I get the fuck off work? You know, like, imagine being a a, a, a private fucking citizen, you know, and, and your thing is like, I don't know what the fuck you do for a living. You work in the office. Like, you don't want to go home and a motherfucker talking about what the fuck you did at the office. Oh, yeah, um... You know, Marcus, he's the worst motherfucker in the office. That nigga be wrinkling up the paper when it come out the printer. That nigga was eating other people fucking food out the break room. That nigga fell asleep while he was on the clock. That nigga took a a 45-minute lunch, and it was supposed to be a 30-minute break. Man, don't nobody want to hear that motherfucking shit, especially after they fucking retired. You know, especially when motherfuckers been literally talking that shit since you got drafted. Like, nigga, I remember when he got drafted. They was already talking shit when he got drafted. His hands are small. He doesn't have good footwork. He doesn't this. He he can't do that. Like, come on, my nigga. You know, it's like you, you can't even imagine the pressure of a motherfucker 18 goddamn years old getting drafted first in the motherfucking NBA by Michael Jordan, who people consider to be the greatest basketball player ever. Like, I'm sure he had immense pressure on his ass, you know, and just the fact that he was even able to play at all, you know, and sometimes the, the nigga, he he was a decent player. What a lot of motherfuckers don't realize, which, you know, he kind of brought it up. But like he said, nigga, I ain't trying to defend my fucking careers, whatever, my nigga, you know, like he was injured for a lot of that time. He was playing through injuries. But the thing was, my nigga, as a grown ass man who understood that he had responsibilities to his motherfucking family. He like, nigga, hell yeah, I played through injuries, my nigga. Y'all niggas paying me $8 million. Of course I'm going to come to work. Of course I'm going to do my best. You know, I might not be able to do it to the best of my fucking ability, but at the same time, nigga, for what I get paid, I'm going to perform because I'm getting paid. I got a family to fucking feed. You know, and that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, he on grown man time. Like, his whole shit that he he been on this whole time is, my nigga, I'm on grown man shit, dog. I'm on real nigga time. Y'all want to talk basketball, my nigga. I'm talking real shit. You know, he getting on Steven Jackson because Steven Jackson is, you know, he's the Black Lives Matter nigga now because he was friends with George Floyd personally. You know, so he looking at it like, okay, nigga, you say you an activist, but how the fuck you going to try to be an activist and a gangster at the same time? 
You know, like he pull he pulling niggas whole cards. He he's showing niggas where they hypocrites at. And that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, y'all been playing with this nigga name way too long, my nigga. You know, he he got cracking on Charlemagne, cause Charlemagne, and I think Charlemagne was trying to defend him. But he had a I'm not gonna call it a backhanded way of defending him. But he had a way of defending him that wasn't on real nigga time. It wasn't on grown man time. Like I said, Kwame on grown man time right now. So basically what Charlemagne said on The Breakfast Club, like, y'all better quit playing with that nigga. You know, that nigga come from a family of killers. And I guess Kwame didn't even know that his father was a convicted murderer. I guess that was news to him. So he get on Charlemagne like, nigga, that ain't everybody motherfucking business, nigga. I'm over here just talking on motherfucking Instagram and YouTube, and you get to bringing up my motherfucking family history, nigga. Who the fuck is you to do that, to say that shit? You know, and that's the thing, my nigga. When it come to grown-ass motherfucking men, dog, you can't play. It's just certain niggas that don't fucking play, my nigga. It's certain motherfuckers that go to recess and read books, my nigga. It's just some niggas that... They don't play the radio, nigga. Them motherfuckers don't play music, nigga. They don't play video games. They don't play shit, my nigga. And Kwame Brown, after he retired, nigga, that nigga never played again. Nigga, that nigga is not for the bullshit, nigga. He's not for the play play, my nigga. Do not play with Kwame Brown's name, my nigga. Leave Kwame Brown the fuck alone, my nigga. Because he got his mama's cooking. Nigga, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna go get me a motherfucking mama's cooking t-shirt, nigga. That's the name of this motherfucking episode because that was the most prevalent thing, my nigga. That shit was so fly the way he was, you know, just saying that shit, my nigga. Like, I got my mama's cooking, nigga. Don't play with my mama's son, you know, because that's, you know, like he was talking about how Stephen A was getting on Kevin Durant and Kevin Durant mom stepped in like, nigga. Don't be playing with my motherfucking son, you know, because that's the thing. And, you know, that's something that I talk about a lot with, you know, humans in general, my nigga. Like there's people who out there doing it. Then there's niggas who sitting up there talking about you doing it. Like you should never as a person give a fuck about what a motherfucking hater got to say. As a person who doing your motherfucking thing, good, bad or indifferent, if you doing it right or if you doing it wrong. If a motherfucker's criticism is not something that's constructive, that's helping you move forward, fuck what they got to say. Nigga, I don't give a fuck what a motherfucker got to say about what the fuck I'm doing if it ain't constructive. You know, those who can do, my nigga, those who can't commentate. That's the reason he getting on fucking Stephen A. Smith. And I think Skip Bayless, he called him fucking Skeletor and shit. Because that's the thing, my nigga. Like, how you niggas is sitting up here... Having all these strong ass opinions on athletes and you can't even play. You ain't never played, nigga. You was a water boy in your day. Now you the fucking authority on what the fuck athletes is doing, nigga. Get the fuck out of here, my nigga. Don't play with my motherfucking name and you can't play ball. You know, and like he ain't even did no super pocket watch shit yet. You know, like, and that's another reason that I've like I've been rooting for this nigga throughout this whole ordeal. I don't have no disagreement with what this nigga's doing, you know, because this is his outlet, my nigga. And it's obviously something that's working for him. This shit going to bring him re- uh, YouTube revenue and some more shit. He going to make some money off this shit. I'm happy to see it, dog. 
you know, because like even throughout his career of people calling him whack, you know, and this is something I stopped doing probably in high school, my nigga, you know, like my nigga noodle could attest to this shit. You know, if he's still in this motherfucker, shout out to my nigga Noodle, nigga AW two thousand three and shit, or A what's that A two thousand three W? Damn, I forgot that nigga IG name and shit. But my nigga Noodle, nigga, I used to tell that nigga like when we was younger, dog, like I don't call no NBA player whack. You don't get to the NBA if you whack. There's no fucking player in the NBA that you listening to this show can beat at basketball. It's A88W2003. My nigga, Noodle. What's going on, Noodle? But like, I used to tell that nigga, because nigga, I remember me and this nigga be sitting up here like talking shit about basketball because we used to hoop every day. And that nigga said he could beat Tyler Hansborough 101. I'm like, you got to be out of your fucking mind, my nigga. You cannot beat Tyler Hansborough 101, my nigga. Tyler Hansborough was... The college player of the year at North Carolina at one point. I forgot what year he got drafted, but Tyler Hansborough was a fucking beast, my nigga. He was in NBA standards garbage, but that nigga was a fucking beast. Like, me personally, I feel like Derek Fisher is NBA garbage. I feel like Derek Fisher might be. One of the worst starting point guards in NBA history. I feel like he's a terrible fucking player by NBA standards. But I know if Derek Fisher stood in front of me on a basketball court, he would demolish me in every sense of the word. I probably wouldn't be able to score and he'd score every fucking time he attempted to. He wear my ass out on a basketball court. Pause. Like, nigga, NBA players are motherfucking... Nigga, they like superheroes, my nigga. They like the Avengers of sports, my nigga. Like, these niggas be six fucking eight, 260 pounds, and they can run faster than you, and you fucking only weigh, like, 180. Like, these niggas is literally twice your size, and they can beat you in every athletic standpoint in, in everything. Like, these niggas are literally superheroes, dog. You don't become a professional athlete by being weak. And my nigga Tyler Hansborough was not trash, dog. He's trash compared to other NBA players. Like I remember um Brian Scalabrini. They call him the White Mamba, which is in essence a uh, a sarcastic name because he's like one of the worst NBA basketball players. Nigga, I seen that nigga at a park like nigga, if y'all could beat me, I'd give you however much money it was, and he went and whooped Everybody ass on that basketball court. Nigga, I remember playing basketball with Sean Rooks and, and Rancho Cucamonga. That nigga demolished us, dog. Sean Rooks is one of them niggas. If you Google him, we thought he was weak as a mother. When you watch an NBA player play against other NBA basketball players, you like, oh, this nigga weak as fuck. I could beat that nigga. No, you can't, my nigga. If you could beat an NBA player, you'd be in the NBA, my nigga. You can't beat no NBA player at basketball. All these niggas are great. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every single fucking NBA player is a great fucking basketball player. In order for you to get to the NBA, you was probably the best nigga in your fucking elementary school, the best nigga in your junior high, best nigga in your high school, and the best nigga at your college. Like, that's the thing, my nigga. Weak niggas don't make it to the NBA, period, my nigga. Ain't no weak fucking basketball players in the NBA. They just weak compared to other NBA players, but they are not weak by no fucking stretch, dog. And that's the thing, my nigga. That's what he's saying. That's why he going off on everybody. Because he like, my nigga, y'all niggas playing with my motherfucking name. Like, I'm some type of loser. Y'all niggas keep calling me a bust. Y'all niggas keep talking all this basketball shit. Like, I'm not a whole fucking millionaire. You know, but that's the thing, my nigga. You know, you got to watch how you talk about certain motherfuckers. Because everybody not fucking playing. Everybody not motherfucking joking. You know, especially a nigga like fucking Kwame Brown. Like, nigga, I'm a motherfucking millionaire. Nigga, I'm, a, I'm, I'm taking care of my motherfucking family. I bought my mom a house. I'm looking out for all these motherfuckers in my city, my nigga. I'm doing a bunch of real nigga shit. And you bitch-ass niggas talking about basketball. Y'all niggas got all these hoes in your life, you know, especially like, you know, Matt Barnes. And y'all know, nigga, I fuck with Matt Barnes. But he called that nigga Becky with the good with the good hair. Nigga, you can't tell me that shit wasn't funny. Nigga, he going off on niggas. You know, and that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, everybody ain't motherfucking playing. You know, he talk about Matt Barnes because, you know, everybody who's aware of Matt Barnes and his story, like, you know, um, funny that I just got done talking about Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher fucked his wife in his house. You know. This motherfucker was like, nigga, how the fuck you going to talk about me and my basketball career and your teammate fucked your wife? Your wife ain't have enough respect for you to at least fuck a nigga up the block. She fucked the nigga on your team in your house. While you out playing cards with your homeboys, nigga, your wife over here fucking your teammate, nigga. Then the nigga took the bitch. Like, nigga, you can't talk about me, dog. You know, and that's the fucking thing, my nigga. You can't play with everybody motherfucking dang. You know, especially when you take the time out of your motherfucking day to talk about another motherfucker and you got all this bullshit on you. You know, like back to the shit, like I be telling y'all niggas all the time, nigga, I'm not a Christian, but I quote the Bible a lot. You know, like something Jesus said, my nigga, you pointing out the splinter in this motherfucker's eye and you got a plank in yours. And that's the thing, like you niggas over here talk about Kwame Brown and his motherfucking basketball career, and this nigga could talk about you niggas real fucking life, my nigga. Nigga, that's that shit out, my nigga. Like you gotta watch who fucking names you be playing with. Cause everybody ain't fucking joking, my nigga, especially a motherfucker who been getting shitted on their whole career and been quiet. He been the the picture of class his whole fucking career. 
You ain't never heard about Kwame Brown and no bullshit about his motherfucking career, my nigga. He like, man, whatever you feel is how you feel, my nigga. But stop playing with my motherfucking name. Stop playing with my mama's son, my nigga. Stop playing with my mama cooking. You know, because he got on Steven Jackson ass about buying pussy. Like, nigga, I don't buy no pussy, nigga. I get all my pussy off my mama cooking. You know, which from what, what it sound like, you know, his mama cooking is his swag, his 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 aura, you know, his his thing, like what I call my game. You know, like, nigga, I I I got it's 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 not in me, yo. It's not on me, it's in me. My nigga, I got it. So you ain't gotta sit up here and talk shit about me, my nigga, because I'm cracking the real life. Fuck basketball. Like nigga, you know, that nigga was just a video I was watching earlier, my nigga. Like, nigga, I'm on a I'm on a fucking twelve foot by twelve foot bed. Laid out chilling in a fucking mansion And y'all niggas talking about some shit I did 15 years ago Y'all talking about my motherfucking career Like I didn't play for 8 years Making multiple millions of dollars And again like I said my nigga He was on real nigga time about it Like he didn't even go to the Big Bank Hank shit Like he could have did You know and, and, and bring Oh I made this much money nigga His thing was like nigga I got land Y'all niggas got land Y'all want to talk all that shit. If you ain't got no land, shut the fuck up. If you not doing better than me, shut the fuck up. Fuck a basketball career. Fuck shooting free throws. You know, because like Steven Jackson like made a little, you know, a little joke about that shit. Like, oh, nigga, I don't know how niggas can't shoot free throws. Nigga, this nigga was airballing free throws. He like free. Fuck a free throw, nigga. Like, nigga, that's that's what that's what y'all niggas talking about. I'm talking about you niggas real life. You a fake activist, wannabe gangbanger, rapper, you know, nigga, your whole claim to fame is a fucking fight in the stands, nigga, shut the fuck up, my nigga. That's what your life about, nigga, my life is about having land, taking care of my family, taking care of motherfuckers in my city and doing real nigga shit, and you on a motherfucking podcast talking about other motherfuckers. Like, man, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. And that's the thing, my nigga, like, nigga, you got to watch how you play with certain motherfucking name, my nigga. Like, watching this shit really got me, like, really thinking my people who I've talked fucked up shit about, my nigga. Like, it ain't always cool to talk about niggas that's not sitting in front of you. Because you don't know how motherfuckers to take that shit, my nigga. Everybody not a good fucking sport, my nigga. Everybody don't play. Everybody ain't finna sit up here and let you play with that motherfucking name. Especially, obviously, a nigga like Kwame Brown. You know, because like I said, he on real nigga time. And that's what I respect about this shit. He ain't saying no sucker shit. He ain't saying no salacious shit. You know, he's sitting back laughing, smoking and drinking and, you know, talking shit with his partners. And he on real nigga time. Everything he's saying is y'all niggas is talking about the game of basketball. I'm talking about the game of life. Like, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, you know, and I've, I talked about this shit like. I don't even know if I had recorded any episodes. And I had put this shit on Instagram on the, the too much game page when I first started podcasting. Like, nigga, being in the game is a victory. You know, what I was talking about was uh when the guy Nipsey Hussle, may he rest in peace, when he was nominated for the Grammy 
for best album and um Cardi B won. You know, my thing is that's not a loss. You didn't win the trophy. But the fact that you was even mentioned in consideration for that motherfucker is a victory in itself. Nigga, if you got drafted to the NBA and you play one game, that's one game more than 99.9% of the fucking planet. That's a victory. You know how many of us motherfuckers on this motherfucking planet play basketball for free? You know how many motherfuckers pay to play in a league? Nigga, if you got paid to play basketball, my nigga, that's a fucking victory, dog. That's the fucking thing. Like, a lot of niggas don't even really realize that. While you sitting on your motherfucking couch calling a nigga whack, he making a million dollars to play for you to sit up here and watch him and call him whack. Nigga, who the fucking loser? Like, I used to say that shit in my hooping days all the time, dog. Like, I'm on the motherfucking court. You on the sideline talking shit about me. Nigga, you had to lose to be on the sideline, dog. Nigga, I'm the motherfucker on the court. So no matter how you feel about what the fuck I'm doing, you watching me, though. You know, that's the thing, my nigga. Like, and this goes for anybody who got negative opinions about what other motherfuckers is doing, dog. You watching them. Why the fuck do it matter to you? Like, nigga, this is how I walk around. This is why I'm, like, impervious to niggas' bullshit. I tell motherfuckers all the time, dog, I don't even know if I got haters. It's possible I got some. You know how people, oh, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't doing you, you ain't doing something right. That's, I feel you. If that's how you feel, that's cool and shit. But me, I don't, I don't even know if I got haters. My nigga, I honestly don't. Because I fly too high above to hear these niggas. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Like nigga my I'm so focused on what the fuck I be having going on I can't look to the left or to the right Cause that's gonna slow me down So what the fuck a bitch ass nigga got to say to me Don't motherfucking matter nigga Like I like women But I don't give a fuck what a bitch got to say Nigga and all women ain't bitches And all bitches ain't women like, nigga, I don't care what a bitch-ass nigga got to say or a bitch-ass bitch. Nigga, if you got some negative shit to say about me that ain't constructive, that ain't helping me to move forward, that ain't guiding me in the right fucking direction, I don't give a fuck what you saying. And that's what this nigga saying. You know, he's going about it a little different than I go about it, even though he using the same type of language I use, calling niggas bitches and bitch-ass niggas and Telling motherfuckers to shut the fuck up I like it I enjoy that shit You know but at the same time nigga You can't be playing with everybody name my nigga Everybody don't play like that You know and I see a lot of people be feeling like That's the cool shit to talk negatively about people But everybody don't play my nigga Everybody don't think that shit funny my nigga Everybody not a good sport 
And that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like motherfuckers be talking all that shit about motherfucking Kwame Brown. Every time his name come up, it come up in a conversation about being a fucking bust. And, you know, like something that he ain't mentioned, but I'm mentioning, dog. There's been shit. Nigga, probably 35, 40% of the number one picks in the NBA draft could be considered busts, my nigga. Like I said, my nigga, Purvis Ellison, ain't nobody shitting on him. Nigga, Anthony Bennett, ain't nobody shitting on him. Like, I I, I wish I had a, a, a fucking list. Matter of fact, I'm going to fucking Google it. But my nigga, like, there's been a lot of fucking first overall picks in the NBA draft, my nigga, that didn't live up to the expectations of a LeBron James, um, Kyrie Irving, um, who the fuck else? Allen Iverson. Like, my nigga, it's, it's been a lot of them, dog. And they haven't all been super great players, my nigga. Like, let me see. The 2021st overall pick, Anthony Edwards. He just got picked first. I don't know who the fuck that is, dog. Last year, Zion Williamson. He did his thing. DeAndre Ayton. Um, Markel Fultz, um, Ben Simmons ball, Carl Anthony Towns ball, Andrew Wiggins, eh, he did all right. Not gonna call him a bust. Anthony Bennett, Anthony Davis ball, Kyrie Irving ball, John Wall ball, Blake Griffin ball, Derrick Rose ball, Greg Oden, Andrea Bargnani. So like Kwame is saying, my nigga, like it, it's a lot of niggas that didn't ball out. Like I said, nigga, Michael Waller with candy. Nigga, every fucking first overall pick did not ball out. So you can't just call this nigga a bust and single him out like he was the only first overall pick in the NBA to not live up to his fucking potential. My nigga, that shit is not fair, dog. And again, in order for you to become the first overall pick in the NBA draft, at some point you had to be dope. So it's like, my nigga, this nigga had a dope career. It might not have been the fucking career that you would expect of a nigga who got picked first overall. But at the end of the day, dog, my nigga had a fucking eight, nine year NBA career. You niggas ain't fucking played not one fucking game where you got paid at all. Nigga, ain't nobody pay no money to see no motherfucking Stephen A. Smith play no fucking basketball. Ain't nobody pay no money to see no fucking Skip Bayless play no fucking basketball. How the fuck you got a right to shit on a nigga and call him a bust and your ass ain't never played not one motherfucking game for money? Nigga, you ain't even make it to the motherfucking D-League. And this go for niggas in general. Like, nigga, me and my homeboy Noodle used to talk about that shit. Like, nigga, I ain't played in the NBA, CBA, D-League. Nigga, I wasn't even good enough to fucking play varsity for my high school. Nigga, I have no right to talk about what a motherfucking NBA player got going on on that goddamn court. I was just arguing with a nigga about this shit not too long ago. I forgot who the fuck we was arguing with, but like I was saying them, like niggas want to talk shit about fucking Shaq missing free throws. Oh, Shaq only fucking 50% from the free throw line. I'm like, my nigga, 
Let's go to the park. I'll give you $100 if you can shoot more than fucking 50% of your fucking free throws. And you talking shit. Like, that's the thing, my nigga. Like, it's shit that we shit on NBA basketball players for that we can't fucking do. It's shit that we shit on everybody for that we can't fucking do. Like, and that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, watch your fucking mouth. When you talking about any motherfucking body, you know, if, if I could give a lesson in any of this shit, it's just watch your motherfucking mouth when you playing with motherfuckers names, dog, because everybody ain't motherfucking playing. You know, we be sitting up here talking shit about motherfuckers that's better than us in all types of shit. And again, as people who listen to other motherfuckers opinions on us, nigga, you shouldn't be listening to another motherfucker talking about what the fuck you doing. Because they don't know what the fuck you went through to get to where you at. They don't know what the fuck it took for you to get to what the fuck you got. You know, like he was saying, like my nigga, like y'all, how the fuck y'all niggas going to talk about a motherfucking millionaire that came from poverty? Y'all can sit up here and talk all this negative shit about me. Like I didn't literally come from eating free lunch with no shoes. And now I'm a millionaire who bought my mama a house and put my mom, you know, in, in the best neighborhood in the city next to the golf course. Shut the fuck up, my nigga. Like, y'all niggas have no right to be talking shit about me, dog. And that's the thing, my nigga. Like, we as people be feeling entitled to talk shit about a lot of shit that we really have no right to be talking shit about, my nigga. You know, and that's the thing, dog. Like, we'll literally talk about a cell phone. All this stupid, dumbass, whack-ass phone. Nigga, make, make a better one. You know, like that be my thing. When you want to sit up here and talk shit about a motherfucker and don't throw dirt on a motherfucking name, you know, like how Jay Z said, my nigga, you know, y'all niggas talking about y'all made Jay Z will make another me. You know, and that's the thing, my nigga. A lot of motherfuckers is talking a lot of shit about shit that they can't create and they can't do. Niggas want to sit up here and talk shit about NBA players and you can't beat them. You know, like. And that's like one of my rules just in life. Like when niggas be sitting up there having conversations about what the fuck I don't do well. Okay, well, beat me at it. Like that used to always be my shit. Like I said, nigga, like I'm an athletic motherfucker. Like I used to play basketball back in the day. I'm like a fucking street legend out here in Southern California. Like nigga, when I used to be out here playing basketball, motherfucker, talk about some shit I'm doing. Cause play me. Beat me then, nigga. If you say I'm whack, oh, you say I can't shoot because like nigga me, I was always a raw athlete playing ball, you know, and that's the thing about basketball. My nigga, basketball is a very fucking difficult sport. Nigga, I've talked about it on an episode before. I wish I could remember what episode it was, but my analogy for it was basically nigga in the game of basketball. You got to be fucking, um, Like, you got to be a versatile motherfucker to play the sport of basketball. Because basketball is one of those sports where you have to do everything. Like, in football, you could be, if you can just run the ball, you can be a tailback. You can't catch good, you can't defend, but you can juke niggas, and you can run niggas over, you can be a tailback. If all you can do is throw the ball well, but you can't run fast, you can be a quarterback. If you can run real fast and catch the ball real good, You can be a fucking wide receiver. Like you can specialize in something and do other things very badly. And you can still fucking flourish on the field 
because you can be a specialist in basketball. As much as we talk about Shaq shooting free throws, like I said, my nigga, go shoot free throws better than him. Nigga, 50%, nigga, hitting half the free throws on the court, like, nigga, that, that's like my homework to anybody listening to this shit. If you feel like Shaq is a whack free throw shooter, go take your ass to the park right now, shoot 10 free throws, and tell me how many you make. It better be more than five, my nigga. You know, because that's the thing. A lot of motherfuckers be talking that shit like, oh, shit, I can't shoot no free throws. Like, nigga, half ain't bad, dog. Like, you know, yeah, it's a free throw. Yeah, nigga, for an NBA player, yeah, you could probably hit a lot of them motherfuckers. But, nigga, we done watched Michael Jordan go up to the line and miss both them motherfuckers. Like, nigga, a, a free throw ain't guaranteed, my nigga. A free throw ain't a motherfucking layup, nigga. A free throw is a shot like all the mother shots on the court, nigga. Mid-range shots ain't that fucking easy, my nigga. So I'm not shitting on a motherfucker who was able to do everything else so well that this one thing became like a super blind spot. Because like I said, half you niggas talk about how bad these NBA players do shit. You can't do it, my nigga. He looks whack against other superheroes, my nigga. But if he came to the park that you play at, he'll bust your motherfucking ass. And that goes for literally any player in the NBA. The worst player you've ever seen on the NBA court will bust your ass, my nigga. Excluding nobody. Scalabrini will bust your ass. Eldridge Rakasner will bust your ass. Name, like my nigga Noodle, nigga. Tyler Hansborough will bust your ass. Nigga, there's players in the NBA who retired 20 years ago, got gray hair. They'll still bust your ass. And that's the thing that motherfuckers don't understand, my nigga. Everybody ain't for fucking play play. Nigga, everybody ain't with that bullshit. Nigga, I fully support what Kwame Brown is doing. I wish more celebrities did that shit. Really for my entertainment. Because these niggas don't owe you shit. These niggas don't owe you no fucking clap back. These niggas don't owe you no attention. But just for my own entertainment. It's funny to see a motherfucking. You know a celebrity get on real nigga time. With some of these niggas. Because the thing about Kwame Brown. He not even addressing. Regular niggas. And noodle. Tyler Hansborough will bust your ass right now. I don't give a fuck what Tyler Hansborough doing. If that nigga is somewhere fishing and getting fat, if you get on the court, Tyler Hansborough will bust your ass, my nigga. I'm telling you, dog. Nobody in the fucking NBA is whack at basketball, my nigga. Dr. J got to be 60 plus. Dr. J will bust your ass right now. To this day, my nigga. Like, these NBA niggas, dog, they special, my nigga. You don't get to the NBA being regular. You don't get onto no professional sports arena. They don't pay you to do anything that you do regular. These niggas ain't finna give you no million dollars and you a regular nigga. Or we'd all be doing that shit. Nigga, if a nigga in the NBA, like if, if you could be the NBA player at some shit, nigga, why are you not getting paid to play basketball, dog? That's the thing, my nigga. Niggas got to watch how they play with motherfuckers' names, dude. And I don't give a fuck what it is. Honestly, nigga, if you sitting up here talking about Cardi B and 
her being a whack rapper or any other rapper and them being a whack rapper, nigga, how your album sound? Like niggas, niggas, niggas got opinions, my nigga. Like they say, nigga, opinions like assholes. Everybody got them. But you know what everybody don't got? Million dollars. Niggas sitting up here in their motherfucking living room talking about millionaires. You know, and shout out to J. Cole. I ain't even mentioned that nigga had that dope ass album. Uh, I think it's called The Off Season. And he said that shit on that motherfucking album. My nigga, if, if you sit at home talking about a millionaire, nigga, the joke is on you. Like, that's the thing, my nigga. Niggas, niggas be talking that shit. But at the end of the day, my nigga, that nigga making millions to do what the fuck you over there talking about. Nigga, the, the fact that you sitting up there talking about it is the reason that nigga's making those millions, my nigga. Watch how you play with these niggas' names, dog. Everybody not playing. This nigga fucking is behind me still cooking. I done been talking on for a motherfucking hour. That nigga behind me still cooking shit. Nigga, mama's cooking. Like, shout out to Kwame, my nigga. I, I, I'm enjoying it, dog. You know, because like I said, dude, this is this is a teachable fucking moment, my nigga. Like, I love to see this shit. Like, niggas been talking shit about Kwame Brown for far too long. Niggas been playing with that nigga for far too long. And he finally got fed up. He finally letting you niggas know, nigga, I ain't the motherfucking one, dog. And he's saying a lot of real shit. You niggas want to sit up here and talk about basketball. Nigga, what, what the fuck are you doing in your fucking community? What are you doing as far as real shit? You know, you got all these motherfucking... Fucked up opinions on what a motherfucking man is doing. Y'all niggas want to talk about what I did on the court. How about y'all niggas talk about what I'm doing in my community? How about you niggas talk about what I'm doing in my family? How about you niggas talk about these fucking generational curses that I'm breaking? How about that? Y'all want to focus on the motherfucking negativity. Here I go. Here goes, son. You know, because I think that's the one thing I don't want to get lost in all of this Kwame Brown shit. Everybody's talking about the smoke that he giving niggas, but we also got to remember all the jewels that he giving niggas because Kwame Brown is giving niggas some some good ass motherfucking information along with the bullshit. You know, the 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 negativity is what's funny. The negativity is what's putting the light on it. But I really hope motherfuckers like really pay attention to what he's saying in its entirety. Because he's saying a lot of real shit, my nigga. And what's going on, my nigga? Aunt One Thomas, nineteen eight oh two. That's the homie, real nigga. Speaking of real niggas and shit. But yeah, my nigga, like nigga, Kwame Brown is is dropping some real jewelry and all this shit. You know, he hitting you with the Becky with the good hair, talking about um Matt Barnes and you know calling fucking Stephen Jackson a fake gangbanger and. Talking about uh, Stephen A. Smith hairline and Charlemagne with the fucking raccoon spots on his face and, you know, all this all shit. You know, telling Jamel Hill, shut the fuck up, you know, stay out of grown man business and all that. But he's saying a lot of real shit, my nigga. He talking a lot of real grown man shit, my nigga. You know, and that's what I hope don't get lost. 
because you know we we looking at all the motherfucking smoke and it's like clouding reality. That's the last of my wine, my nigga. Jack time. But like, you know, I just hope that motherfuckers really start paying attention to what this nigga Kwame's saying. Because as much as we watching him talk the bullshit, chop niggas' heads off, clown niggas and talk shit, he's saying a lot of real shit, my nigga. You know, he talking about having land. You know, he he he's breaking down the difference between the score of the game of basketball and the score in the game of life. You know, all these niggas, yeah, you know, because, you know, you got niggas in the comments, oh, you going broke. I ain't going motherfucking broke, especially when you're trying to judge me by the clothes I'm wearing. You know, because he talking about, you know, he he wear like a little Walmart T-shirt. You know, just some little regular shit. Like, nigga, y'all niggas talking about my Walmart T-shirt while I'm sitting in a fucking mansion. What the fuck you got? Y'all niggas looking at these other athletes because they got all these pretty shoes and pretty cars, but they ain't got no land. You know, like that shit remind me of the um the little monologue that Ving Rams had in Baby Boy about guns and butter. Like nigga, y'all y'all niggas be looking at the wrong shit, and that's your motherfucking problem. You know, like he was just saying about Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson, like you niggas ain't had no men in y'all life. You know, that's the reason y'all niggas can sit up here and talk shit about a motherfucking man that's taking care of his motherfucking family. Cause you ain't got shit better to do Nigga you wasn't taught better You know and something that he brought up That was also some real shit Like you niggas don't be talking like this About no motherfucking white people You only be talking fucked up like this About fucking black people Cause you know like he was saying He like yeah I got drafted by Michael Jordan Everybody like oh Michael Jordan Drafted Kwame Brown and Kwame Brown Was whack he like, nigga, y'all niggas talked all that shit about me, but y'all ain't say shit when that nigga drafted fucking, um, uh, what's that, Morrison? Nigga, Morrison was horrible, and he got drafted high by Michael Jordan. The funny shit about Michael Jordan, everybody say he the best basketball player ever, but he's a horrible fucking judge of talent. But like I said, as far as Kwame Brown go, I'm not going to talk negatively about Kwame Brown's basketball career because as much as niggas want to call him a bust and say, oh, you know, he was whack and all of this shit, dog, you ain't finna have no eight year basketball career and you whack. Nigga, I, I refuse to call Kwame Brown a whack basketball player, my nigga, because his his career lasted too long, my nigga. Whack Anthony Bennett. Nigga, how often have you seen Anthony Bennett playing basketball? He got drafted first. It's a lot of niggas got drafted first, my nigga, and had a way worse career. Like, think about it, my nigga. And it was uh 1989 that Purvis Ellison got drafted. But I don't give a fuck, dog. Like, when do you see Purvis fucking Ellison? You know, it's a lot of basketball players got drafted first. That was terrible. And fuck first, nigga. Lottery picks, my nigga, that didn't play. One game, my nigga, like a lot of players was was super trash. A lot of players had careers that lasted less than a season. You gonna talk about a nigga who had a nine year career, dog? 
You know, and again, like his thing is, nigga, fuck what I did on the fucking court, my nigga, because that's that's nothing, my nigga. You know, that's the thing when it comes to basketball, my nigga, there's two scores. The score on the scoreboard and the score in the game of life. The game of life is what's important. And that's the thing that I don't want to get lost in everything that Kwame Brown is saying. Kwame Brown is telling niggas about what the fuck is happening in the game of life. Like he was telling fucking Matt Barnes, like, nigga, you niggas talking about what I did on the basketball court. I'm talking about what you niggas did in real life. Fuck basketball. Ain't none of us on the court no more. So now what? Nigga, you over here getting, you know, your girl got fucked by your teammate. Nigga, that's way worse than my career. (laughs) Nigga, fuck some free throws, nigga. You can't control your bitch. And that's the thing, my nigga. You got to watch how you play with certain motherfuckers' names, dog. There's niggas who know shit about you that you don't want out. So certain motherfuckers, nigga, when it comes to them, you need to keep your motherfucking mouth shut. You need to be real careful when you talk about certain motherfuckers. You know, because like I said, nigga, it's in the motherfucking Bible, my nigga. Don't talk about the splinter in a motherfucker's eye when you got a plank in yours, my nigga. Don't throw stones when you live in a glass house, my nigga. It's a lot of shit that's a fucking cliche, but it's a fucking cliche because it's the goddamn truth. It's just a lot of motherfuckers that don't play no motherfucking games about their name. Kwame Brown is Hall of Fame when it comes to that now. Like Kwame Brown is in, he's he he got the real nigga award with me because of how he handling this shit. But like I said, dog, like I, I just hope that all the real shit that he's saying don't get clouded in the smoke. Because he's obviously giving niggas the smoke. But he also giving niggas a lot of jewelry, dog. He's saying a lot of real shit. You know, if you listen to a lot of these videos, my nigga, he telling y'all niggas, man, y'all niggas need to be getting land. Fuck all that jewelry. Fuck them cars. You know, fuck all these opinions of other niggas in this motherfucking popularity contest you niggas trying to win. Go get you some real shit. Go do you some real shit, my nigga. Y'all niggas want to go march in the middle with a motherfucking street, Black Lives Matter, and hold up fist, my nigga. You niggas millionaires. Why you niggas ain't investing none of this money into your motherfucking community? Why you talking all this bullshit? You niggas waiting for white people to change some shit for you, my nigga. And you got the money to change it your motherfucking self. Like I said, my nigga Kwame is dropping some 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 jewels on niggas. But everybody is so busy looking at the motherfucking smoke that they not catching the real shit. And, you know, like I said, man, I I, I just hope motherfuckers pay attention, dog, because, you know, Kwame on real nigga time and I support him for that shit. So, you know, shout out to Kwame Brown. You know, I hope all this shit comes to a good resolution. You know, I'm I'm glad to watch him. I hope that nigga start a podcast. Like I said, my nigga, follow that nigga on fucking Instagram, dog. Uh, Quan Low, K-W-A-N underscore L-O-W. You know, follow uh, Kwame Brown Bus Life on YouTube. That nigga saying a lot of real shit, dog. You know, shout out to him. You know, prayers to everybody involved and all that good old shit. And I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Young Dolomite. Got the Too Much Game Podcast. Live from the Boom Boom Room. Once again. 
If you would like to support us financially, it's patreon.com slash townhouse media. Town E House Media. Support all the Townhouse Media podcasts. Uh Sports for You podcast Tuesday evenings at 6 p.m. Pacific time, live on Facebook and YouTube. You know, with um John Watson, Mark, and Nick Motherfucking Freeze, my favorite sports podcast with an um the calling out names fucking segment, best segment in sports podcast. So my nigga, y'all niggas check out the Sports for You podcast. Sports number four, letter U. The No Rules Podcast No Rules with a Z Not a S Wednesdays 5pm Live on Facebook and YouTube as well With Mark and Ill Will The Gym Dropper The motherfucking Juice Crew A.K.A. The Bloods And I only named them two niggas But the Super Producers on there too My bad my nigga Sorry I left you out But the Super Producers on The No Rules Podcast as well Cat vs. Dog Nigga, you know, we're gonna see what's up, nigga. Oh, shit, nigga. Nigga, might record tomorrow, nigga, but I don't know, nigga. You know, we're gonna see what's up. But, um, you know, follow me on social media Instagram at Uncle Dolomite, Uncle D O L E M I T E. Um, Twitter at Young Dolomite, Y U N G D O L E M I T E. Um, Clubhouse, even though I'm not on that bitch, follow me anyway, my nigga. I'm gonna check that shit today. Y U N G D O L E M I T E. Cash at me, motherfucker. You know, I want some money, my nigga. You know, look like I got some money, but nigga, shit, I can use some more. Cash app, you know, Y U N G D O L E M I T E. Follow me on YouTube. You know, Too Much Game Podcast and all that good old shit. Um, you know, like I said, my nigga, stay on real nigga time. Real shit over bullshit, nigga. Fuck a nigga opinion, nigga. Do your shit. Um, I think that's it. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.